This is Randy J, and you're listening to the Back Table Podcast. Yeah. Wow! My mom's the only other woman I've ever known who could take a sandwich like that. And welcome to the Back Table Comedy Podcast, episode 157. It's your hosts, Andrew Crone and Josh Ashton. How the hell are ya? Pretty freaking dandy, dude. Right on, dude. How you been? Uh, not too bad. Nice. Just uh, got back from the cusp again. I was back in the cusp. And now I'm not. <laughs> You're not back? I'm not in the cusp. Oh, yeah. What were you, the fridge you were doing out there? I was doing comedy. Didn't you do that already? They're not played out of your little act? Your little, uh... I wasn't headlining Your this little time. routine that you do? I was just <laughs> part of the show. Uh, Maliha was headlining. Oh. A bunch of us went down. Oh, so the show is still going on then? <laughs> yes, I, I had to go. <laughs> I told him I'd catch him later. It was myself, Matt Baker, Bonnie Essen... Compy Ferris, Valina Taskoff, Andrew Verge. You guys camped? Uh, well, there's a there's a lady named Joe who lives out in the cusp, but she started doing comedy in Calgary like, ten years ago. Hmm. Then moved there five years ago. So we stayed at her compound. She has a, a compound. It's a... It always sounds like there's a lot of guns involved. It's a few trailers and a short bus just on an old helicopter pad. <laughs> So naturally, you got the bus to sleep in. Actually, Bonnie and Valina slept in the short bus. Because <laughs> women are retarded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Myself, Ferris, and uh, Matt Baker slept in an RV. Or a trailer, I guess. Nice. Well, no, it was an RV because it had like this. Was it on wheels? It was on wheels and had the seats in the front and shit. Ah. But it was out of commish. Ah. Coolio. It was pretty good. Pretty nice. good time. Did uh, Malihob camp with you guys? or did he, he stayed at, at a hotel in town. Oh, frickin' hoity-doity princess. Can't be, can't be mixing with the openers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looked kind of weird, him, like, uh, out, like, roughing it, camping with, like, hanging his ascots and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, it would be a little bit suits much. and his ascots going on. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't make much sense. <laughs> So, this is camping. Camping. Oh, that was a good time. Oh, and, and Ben Ben Bouse was there as Bouse? well. Yeah. Like a bouse? Like a bouse. Nice. Yeah, it was a good time, good time. Would you, would you recommend going back? Yeah, if you haven't been there before. It's beautiful. It's God's country. God's cunt out there? God's cunt. That's nice. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> God's cunt is beautiful. <laughs> well, naturally. Hell, I could live in here forever. 
<laughs> Any raggedy old lady's cunt is beautiful, let alone God's. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Vaginas are quite nice. <laughs> they're hit and miss, I guess. But <laughs> haven't failed to see one in a while. But yeah, they're pretty good. From what I remember, they're quite nice. How was your week? What the, what the tales tell me. That's what the tales tell me. Um, I found out something uh, shitty. Uh oh. Um, <clears throat> you've got AIDS. <laughs> no, that's not. I found that out a long, long time ago. <laughs> Back when I was with that raggedy ass lady's guy. <laughs> no, we were watching. The, me and the lady were watching this. Like I don't know what it was. Like I had like a documentary type thing. It was like a, like almost like a sixty minutes type of uh, thing on uh, guys that. Pay for hookers? Oh my goodness. You know those nasty fellas? Good lord, no. I don't know anyone who would do that. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, but then there's these escorts they're like chatting with. I believe they're called sex workers now, Josh. Could you please... What I call her? You called them dirty ass hookers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So these dirty ass sex workers. Thank you. Some of them... Um, are just for eye candy. They don't actually bang the guys. They, they just pay for them f to hang out on the weekend, go shopping with, just walk around town and shit. I think that's what an escort is. Yeah. They can escort them around town and pretend to be his yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, the, the girlfriend experience. So they, they don't actually bang them. They're, they're just there just to make the guy look not gay, <laughs> apparently. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know why you'd pay just to walk around with a lady and pretend she's your lady. Why, why not just be gay? I know. Or just, just isn't that easier and cheaper? Or just walk around by yourself. Who are you trying to impress? You're out of fucking walking around home sense and just trying to impress people. Look at these pillows. Me and my lady are totally buying for each other. <laughs> but then there's like uh, they're talking about it, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, these guys will pay um, upwards of uh, five hundred to two thousand dollars a weekend just to get the girlfriend experience to walk around and do the all that stuff." My God! And I was like, "Oh, what fucking losers!" And then I thought for two seconds, I'm like, "Wait, that's what I do." <laughs> Wait a second! <laughs> Wait a damn second! I walk around second. with the lady, and we just go around spending fucking money all goddamn weekend. God damn it! <laughs> Yeah, but These you're guys. in love. Yeah, and we have, uh, I don't have to pay for her just to hang out. Oh, I guess there is some guys who are in love with hookers. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there's uh, frequent flyers or whatever they call frequent them. Frequent hooker miles. Like, that's gonna be really a low point in your life if you're like, <laughs> you're like a favorite customer of like a certain hooker, like she's like, knows you. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> you're my favorite customer. <laughs> Shut up, whore. You're my number one customer. Touch my cock. <laughs> yeah, and then you're just mean to them all the time. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut up, you dumb whore. <laughs> this is what I would say. Anyways, bye. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for not having sex with it's me. It's like uh, no, Looney Tunes, the, the the wolf and the sheep that are always attacking oh, uh, each other. When Sam the Sheepdog and Ralph Wolf. Yeah, when they're just... Morning, Sam. Yeah, they're all cordial morning, and, until Ralph. it's go time and then they try and murder each other. So it's like uh, it's like you with the hookers when you order the hooker, you're like, oh hello, madam, how are you? And you're shaking her hand and stuff. And then you're like, you dirty slack fucking, let me she, piss on your chest. As soon as she punches in, <laughs> as soon as she's on the clock and you're paying for it. As soon as she's on the clock, as soon as he punches in, I punch my fist into her <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Just like the most vile things possible. <laughs> 
Or I'm going to clamp your tongue and tie it to the fucking bedpost. Oh, hey, Claire, how you doing today? Oh, yeah, how are the kids? All right, now lie down. I'm going to shit on your fucking chest. <laughs> dirty <Call> whore. <laughs> Call me Maximus Ducimus Meridius. <laughs> Maximus Ducimus Meridius. Oh, man. Uh, on the way to Nacusp. So it was uh, myself, Ferris, Baker, and Bonnie all in a car on the way to Nacusp. And uh, we're, we're by the mall, Orchard Park Mall. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt, They have one in Nacusp also? No, it was here in Kelowna. Oh. Like, at the beginning of the journey. It's a three-hour drive. Beginning of the journey. Yeah. Uh, Matt stops to let a guy in in front of him, and he, the guy looked at Matt with like a with a look. But it wasn't a bad look. It was like, a, oh, thank you so much look. Oh, yeah. And I said, oh, that guy want, I think that guy wants to suck your pecker. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt was like, oh, Naturally. oh, no, I don't want that. I was like, oh, come on. It's a free pecker suck. You don't want to get a free pecker suck? <laughs> this conversation lasted three hours all the way to Nacosp. <laughs> we just kept talking about peckers. And it got to the point. Where we were like, you know, all the all the all the uh, billboards before Winfield. Yeah. We just were reading the billboards, but we would change one word on the billboard to Pekka, <laughs> and we did that the whole way to Nakas. We didn't have a music or a podcast or anything. We just kept that going the whole time. Abortion is not Pekka care. It was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty incredible. Have you seen those retarded things? The anti-abortion things and they, the freedom rally where they're trying to get people to go downtown on the... They're buying billboards now. Why? Wait, is it a freedom rally or is it an abortion? Both. In the, in the On the west side, there's one that's like, freedom rallies every Saturday, meet us at this here, and then uh, go to the website, www.we'retotallysmartertheneveryonefreedom.com. Uh, I mean, I can see why the abortion people would be paying for billboards because abortion hasn't gone away. Yeah. I don't know why freedom rally people are paying for billboards, because we have our freedom back. I know. <laughs> we don't have any mandates. Well, speak for yourself, We're allowed dude. to... Everyone's allowed to go out and mingle now without any sort of hindrance. No, but they can't fly to Cuba and back. Oh, but they can't fly. I, oh, okay. They can't fly to wherever they're not going That's the anywhere. one. That's the one thing they're holding on to, I yeah. guess. Where they wouldn't be able to fly anyways because they have a drug charge from the 80s, probably. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's 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 easier just to, to double down instead of, uh, you know, change your entire personality because that's what it is now. Yeah. I don't have hobbies. Let something go. And I don't have a real personality. So now my personality is freedom! Mandate freedom! <clears throat> Fuck Trudeau! That's my yeah. personality now, and I'm not going to change it, even though we have pretty much everything we didn't have back. Yeah. Get a life. That's what I say. I say. It's like if someone right now was being like, "End the war in Vietnam." Like, exactly. Still, exactly. Still trying to protest. It's like, what are you? What are you protesting at this Give point? Give peace a chance, man. You don't want to go to different countries and experience different cultures any fucking way. So yeah. what's the problem? Yeah, you only like it here, and you bar you don't even like it here, also. But you got their flag. Oh, these people, they bother me so much. They're all people, every time I see them, I'm like, yep, that person smokes in their living room. <laughs> every time I see them. <clears throat> yep, they live on disability and they smoke in their living room. It's like, what? Uh, it's just that, yeah, it's their personality at this point, so they're not going to stop, even though there's nothing really to protest anymore. Yeah. Well, it's people that need attention on themselves also. Narcissism, you know? Mm. Yeah. Have you ever tried doing stand-up comedy instead? 
don't get them to do no, that. No, I'm sure they're all they're all hilarious. I guarantee it. They got oh, yeah. they got good. Have you read their good signs? I that guarantee they make? that they have a good takes on most things. DiCaprio is cool guy, isn't he? Giving money to set Amazon on fire. Hey, uh, what's the deal with airline food? I can't eat it because I can't fly. Band-Aid freedom. Thanks, Trudeau. Ugh. Oh, there's a the the main character in this movie is is a woman who's black. Ugh. How woke. Yeah. What? Wait, because it's not about a white man, it's woke now? Is that is that what you're saying? <laughs> this Febreze commercial had two gay guys on it. Oh my god, just ramming uh, it down our they're throats. They're forcing it down my throat. And then, <laughs> no, I don't see a cock in your mouth at all. Next one's just like some fat, dumpy fucking husband and wife. Some like. <laughs> bald neo-Nazi. Now that's my kind of movie. I relate to this guy. So yeah, there's those billboards, the, the one, and trying to get those people all together, all 45 of them downtown. And then, like, they're spending um, tons of money on something that means nothing. <laughs> well, they can't buy plane tickets, they gotta spend their money on something. Because like they're so oppressed. Yeah. They can't fly. No, what the funny thing is, they're spending money on signs to say how oppressed they are on native land. They're paying the natives... <laughs> To use their their billboards Ooh. to talk about their oppression. Boy, is that <laughs> ironic. <laughs> oh my god, that is funny! Oh, I love a good dose of irony. Uh, I hope the natives just, like, like rack up the price, like, triple for oh, those Oh, I people. would totally do that. Like, oh, you yeah. want to complain about... Yeah, it's 4000 a month. <laughs> you want to complain about the white man fucking you in the ass? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't like the government? $5,000 a month. Oh, what? You don't like the government? Oh, okay, I have a big uh, piece of... Uh, plywood that you can write that on on my land for a lot of money per month and then the abortion people there's one that's just a big sign that just says abortion is not health care uh, 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 babies are not a disease <laughs> like, what the fuck who gives a shit, dude? Does this affect you at all 80 year old woman who fucking is in charge of this? Have you seen the one that's uh, on one side it's a puppy and oh, yeah, and it yeah. says, you wouldn't kill this. Yeah. And then there's a fetus. And like, but you'd kill this? Yeah. Uh, Dylan James has a joke where he's just like, yeah. <laughs> that thing's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Get it's a cuter baby. Yeah. I think it's weird that, more, I guess this is more in the States, but the people who are, don't abort, don't abort your child because life starts at whatever the fuck. Conception. Conception. Yeah. School full of children gets shot. Oh, we can't get rid of the guns. No. Like, hold, do you, hold, oh, do you hold? Sit outside. Let it. Let it pan out. See what happens. Sorry. So, do you care about the children or not? Because yeah. I'm getting some mixed signals here. Well, it's like the old uh, George Carlin bit. It's like until before you're born, they care about you a lot, and as soon as you're born, they're like, "Hey, fuck you! Yeah, I'm giving get shit. the fuck out of yeah, here! Yeah, go to the army. <laughs> like, fight for us. Do all this shit." Well, it's because, like, they, they're all pissed off if you get an abortion, but the crackhead that doesn't get an abortion, suddenly there's a, that kid turns into a skid, and then he's on in the system getting handouts or whatever they call them. Well, that's what the rich, powerful people want. Because yeah. no one's going to ask questions when that kid gets fucked in the ass and goes missing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I assume. Yeah. But, yeah, the same old people are protesting abortion. They're like, oh, that guy just... He's such a skid, and we shouldn't give him money. He's just going to fucking get drugs with it. It's like, yeah, well, you're the reason he's fucking here, you He idiot. wouldn't have been here <laughs> if you just let him get flushed. Yeah. 
You dumb ass. You, you old dumb ass. You, you old dumb ass. God. <laughs> oh, man, we're tackling the hard issues We're tonight. hitting the hard issues right off the bat Anyways. today. Yeah, we're taking on all the hard peckas. <laughs> we're taking all the hard peckas right in the back. <laughs> I mean, we always do that anyway. Yeah, I mean, well, what can I say? I'm a fucking pecka sucker. I like a good pecka suck. <laughs> What can I say? I'm just a Pekka sucker. What can I say? I just like a good Pekka. <laughs> That's your new phrase? <clears throat> Who doesn't it? like a good free Pekka suck? Were they outdoor shows in the cusp? No, they were at the Legion. You have eight? Of Skanks. Of Doom. Oh. The Skanky Legion of Doom. Ooh. Yeah. Isn't that nifty? It's not. No? You didn't like it? Yeah, it was fine. Oh. Just old people playing snooker? <laughs> Whoa, dude, hard R on the snooker. <laughs> snooker, snooker guys? Oh, that was the other joke. If someone said pecker, it was like, oh my god, what the fuck? Oh, why, you, why are you hard R pecker? Oh my god. <laughs> you never go hard pecker. It's pecka. <laughs> yeah, it's just off-putting when you add the R to the end. It is off-putting. Ugh. And know who else should be off-putting? <laughs> Andrew I Verge. Trying, I was trying to think of one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, who should be off the pudding? <laughs> uh, <coughs> so did you have some uh, uh, liver and onions and uh, at the Legion? That's pretty much all they have is like old farmer food. I didn't eat at the Legion. You're like, I'll get some chili. And it's like the biggest plate of chili you've ever had in your life. The... Uh Joe, the, the lady whose compound we were staying at, she has a, a vegan food truck. Oh. So she made us some f some fucking dinner and then breakfast the next day. And, oh, my God, I think I might be a vegan because it was actually pretty good. Yeah, they good. have some good stuff. You go to that Frankie's place in town, it's pretty freaking good. Yeah. Well, the first... The first just takes so much fucking effort. Just like to give you, like, there's queso and shit that they yeah. make. Yeah. But it's like to get it to that, it's like four hours of shit. <laughs> like just to oh, get Oh, yeah, like there's a, a lot of it's prep It's such work. a pain in the ass making vegan shit, but like if someone else already made it for you, it's pretty good. So Friday was a showcase with Patrick hosting, and then we all did like mm. tens. Yeah. And then we went back to the compound, hung out for a bit. And then the next morning, Saturday, because we had the Legion rented for 24 hours. So we just, and they have a kitchen, so Virgin and Mandy just made breakfast for all of us on Saturday morning. After breakfast, we went back to... Uh, pudding and... Pudding and eggs? Pudding and eggs, exactly, <laughs> yeah. After breakfast, we went back to the store where I bought the Pit Vipers with Caleb. Were you wearing them this time? And I was wearing them, and I was like, all right, everyone, buy your pits. Grab a pair of pits. Oh, they got more in? I thought it was like a thrift store. There was like five pairs there, so everyone was able to get a pair. Damn. And they also had the hat that I saw last time, but didn't buy. But this time I was like, you know what? I'm buying that hat. It says wiener. <laughs> it's a picture of a rooster, and it just says cock. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It's a hat that says... It's just a label. It's a hat with a rooster that says cock. <laughs> like it's set it's up funny. like a, those little kids' books that have, like, a shows of apple, and it says apple underneath. <laughs> yeah, so I wore that all day Saturday. And I wasn't on the show. The, the Saturday show was just uh, was Patrick headlining, Ben Bose hosted, and then Joe, Bonnie, and Matt did spots. So the rest of us, we got fucked up all day. Hmm. We did some acid, and we went to some hot springs. 
Oh. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Hot. They're hot, though. The hot springs were fucking hot. They stinky like sulfur? Uh, I didn't smell the sulfur until we were leaving, actually, for some reason. Huh. Weird. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that was that was a good time. We did, we saw, um, like, a... There was this one shithead kid with a rat. There was a rat tail kid there Fuck yeah, running dude. around. Fuck yes. And we all agreed that that's basically what Cal- young Caleb was probably like. <laughs> he was just so he's still running like, around being a piece of shit rat tail kid. <laughs> and his name was Abel. Oh my god. So we kept calling him Cable. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I wore the cock hat all day. That was that was good. At the second show that night. I was so high on acid, and I'm I'm in the bathroom at the Legion peeing, and I have the cock hat on, but I'm wearing it backwards. I'm peeing at the urinal, and then a, an old ass man comes into the bathroom, and I just I just hear him go, oh, <laughs> oh, and then go into the stall, and I was like, well, oh yeah, my hat says cock on it. Thank God there wasn't a question mark. Also, cock. I'm at the urinal, and I pulled my pants all the way to my ankles. Yeah, well, I'm a child. I'm a rat tail kid. What do you expect? Yeah. I think I had a rat tail at one time. I could see that. <laughs> My brother had a mullet and I had a rat tail. I could see that. Absolutely. So I think I saw it. It was on some TV show or some movie where a kid had it. And I was like, that's cool. I want one of those. And then my mom's like, are you sure? <laughs> okay. We'll give you one. All right. Here you go, sport. <laughs> yeah, I got a sport. Nice rat tail. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty... You have to really commit to that, uh... Lifestyle? Yeah, because, like, even, like, the haircut doesn't even sound nice. Like, when you're, like, rat tail. <laughs> like you're, you nice to, rat your tail. Your whole demeanor changes when you have one. Hmm. <clears throat> when I was at the, uh, wedding, my brother's wedding, I, did, I was emceeing. Which... Did you, did you kill? Oh, dude. Fucking murdered. And then the guy, the DJ guy, he was, like comes up to me after he's like hey i'm gonna have to take you to more weddings and you can i'll hire you to do weddings for me and i was like you said fuck that well i said dude you realize i know 75 percent of the people here like if i bombed it would have been impossible (laughs) like yeah like i literally know three quarters of the people at this at this thing but uh i had to do because i was just basically just dicking around like because they gross around your family yeah so for everybody Why'd you to you peck out <laughs> which is tough to do when you're all done up with the Josh, stuff put your peck out away <laughs> but uh for everyone to eat uh and i commented on it um, because there, for everyone to eat we had to do like a scavenger hunt type of game or something oh guess i'm not eating because yeah, i'm not doing like, that bullshit well not like a like, you don't have to get up and do shit. I just say, all right, well, does anyone I'd be have... douching it. I would, hopefully, I would clean my vagina before I went to the wedding. No, no, no. No, no. You want to put out the vibe, dude. I want that musk. <laughs> yeah, put wave that flag. I want that musk to spread around and <laughs> catch the noses of all those cute boys. <laughs> but, uh, no, hey, I say... Because there's eight tables or whatever, I say, does anybody have a, a map? And then someone brings a map to me, and then they go first. And I'm like, yeah, because everybody that when they're hungry as shit and haven't eaten all day, you like playing games that just toy with you, <laughs> like to decide whether or not you get to go up. I don't think so. And uh, I was trying to even it out, so I was like picking stuff that I knew what tables had already. And this one guy had a fucking huge mullet, huge curly mullet, like like Matt Baker. Yeah, like his right now, but maybe not that long. But it was definitely like a big gray mullet. 
And I was like, all right, it says on this card, uh, does anybody have a mullet? <laughs> and I've never met this guy. He's at one of the tables for the other family. And, uh, and he... <laughs> oh, Jesus. That is just wretched. Wretched, putrid stench. Go on. <laughs> but I asked him if he had a mullet, and then he didn't stand up. He didn't claim his mullet. <laughs> I was like, dude... I'm trying to give your table, like his whole table pointed at him. And he's like, nope, I don't have a mullet. <laughs> he refused to admit that he had a mullet. Why would you have a mullet <laughs> then refuse to admit it? That doesn't make like, much dude, sense. Your mullet rules. And I'm like, I'm just, I want your table to go up because you guys haven't gotten anything. All yet. right, does anyone have a P.E.K.K.A.? <clears throat> Who has a P.E.K.K.A.? <laughs> then will they want to get sucked for free? <laughs> Bring your P.E.K.K.A. up here. Free P.E.K.K.A. sucks. If you got a mullet underneath your P.E.K.K.A.? That'd be pretty good. Do you got a uh, Pekka mullet? <laughs> <laughs> know what I like in uh, in my jam? Pekkin. Well, I can't jelly my Pekka into your ass. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Wait, you like duck in your jam? No, pectin. Oh, I thought you said pecking. <clears throat> every time, it never gets old because I'm a dad now. Every time I'm in a restaurant and I grab the jam or whatever, I'm like, this bear have goddamn pectin in it. Because <laughs> it's... I don't even know what pectin what is. What the fuck is Robert Pectin doing in your jam? Just <laughs> yeah. a bunch of dead hookers in here. <laughs> this tastes like dead whores. I uh, mean... Is there pectin or pectin in this? I mean, escorts. <laughs> but yeah. You know, what, <gasps> you know what I say whenever I pick up one of those little jams? Huh? I go, man, that's really pecked in there. How do they peck it in How there? How do they so peck good? it in so well? What's Sally looking at? Is there a ghost in that corner? She's looking at uh, Guns N' Roses. She is. Staring right at them like, like she's trying to read it. You like Guns N' Roses, girl? Wow. wow. Amazing. Wow. Uh, uh, um, should we hit a break? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's hit a break. And, uh, we'll be right back. Sail away, sweet sister. Sail across the sea. Maybe you'll find somebody that'll love you half as much as me. My heart is always with you, no matter what you do. So sail away, sweet sister, cause I'll always be in love with you. This is Igor. Please don't listen to the Back Table Comedy Podcast because these guys suck and they should go kill themselves. Thank you. He finds Pekka and Pekka with a perfect shot off the post. And he... Pekka, Pekka, Pekka is left wide open. Pekka! 
Rebecca. Hey, what about the news? It's time for Slow News Day! And we're back. Welcome back to the program. Hey, Josh. Huh? So this uh, Kootenays tour I've been on the last couple of months, with the exception of this last weekend when we were camping. Yes. Been staying in a lot of Airbnbs. You ever stay in an Airbnb before? No, just ground bear Airbnbs. Ground Airbnbs? The fuck? Ground B&Bs. You suck! Boy, are you retarded? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me tell you something about Airbnbs, Josh. What? They're excellent. Really? Yeah, they're better than a hotel in almost every single way. Even the price? Price is usually a lot better than a hotel as well. Wait, yeah. didn't you sleep in a short bus? <laughs> I said with the exception of this last weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. I've been staying in Airbnbs. Yeah. The only th- difference is uh, you definitely feel less guilty masturbating in a hotel. Mm, yeah. Because that's what hotels are for, right? Or when you pee the bed. A hotel is made for masturbating in. It's like, oh, I'm going to be away from home for yeah. more than a day. I don't need a place to masturbate. It's also where you start doing the experimental stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but Airbnb, like the last, like every time we stayed in one, I was definitely in what used to be a child's bedroom. Yeah. So it's a little bit... You feel kind of a little bit easier for you. Feel kind of guilty because <laughs> you know they're still like you know still decorated like a kid's bedroom. Oh really? Didn't change the decor? No, there's still fucking like glow in the dark space <laughs> stickers on the roof, and it's like oh well, those two plants are pretty close together. Those could be boobs, I guess. <laughs> that'll, right. that'll work. That for looks me. like our Uranus. 
and fucking come into fucking flowered sheets. I've never. Well, you just jizz into their sheets. Yeah, jizz into the sheets. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, that's what I'm used to doing it at the hotel. But they're but those are the hotel whites, though. It's like oh, it won't show up unless there's yeah, a, a pearly whites. Unless there's a black light or something. Yeah. I've never. <clears throat> no one carries those around. But in an Airbnb, it's like, oh, there's clown sheets. I guess I'll just come on these. <laughs> Pretty tough to whack off when Jesus is watching nah, me. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, the one we stayed in in Trail was like an old church. Like it was where, definitely where the priest used to like sleep. Oh, when so the it church was, was a church. For children, then. So yeah, it's it had like you know I could see the ghosts of dead molested children. <laughs> and I have never came quicker. Oh my God, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Abandon the bit. I had to go to one of those places one time when I was a kid. It was crazy. What? What? It was almost like instead a of priests going, molestation well, chambers. Like, it was kind of like a like a jail for kids, but not quite. One of the because uh, uh, me and my buddies we were cruising the streets. I was born on the streets. You know me. Yeah, I know that. And uh, we would just have some fun, just messing around, me and my buddies. And uh, we thought it'd be fun to steal a uh, hot dog cart from this one guy. Because he was a real piece of shit, and we liked to distract him. We'd, we'd pretend to steal his hot dog cart. and then Or no, we'd pretend to steal something. He would chase us, and then we'd steal his whole hot dog cart. <clears throat> Classic. So depending where he wanted to cut his ties, we got some fucking hot dogs, dude. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. So uh, we were doing that one time, and then... Uh, Things got a little out of hand, and we pushed him down the stairs of the subway in Kelowna, and, uh, you know, to get down to the subway train in Kelowna, and uh, it went all the way down. It crushed somebody. So, <laughs> me and my buddies had to go to one of those uh, places, and uh, got, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Did you it, get dude. a Pekka <clears throat> No. Did you get a free Pekka suck? <laughs> no, we didn't get nothing. It was all given. Had no taken. Uh, when uh, when we were in Creston Cranbrook... I had to share a, a room with Caleb and had bunk beds at the Airbnb. Ooh, he's not going on top. <laughs> that, that was like masturbating at summer camp. On to Caleb? Because I could hear him going, and I know he could hear me going. Well, and we're Jesus. both just pretending like we can't hear each other. You're both feeding off each both, other's energy. We're both pretending like it's not helping us get there. <laughs> hey, you ready for the news? You both finished five minutes ago, but you're still pretending. Yeah, I still haven't. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when I jerk off. All right, you ready for the news? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Hit that stinger. Hey, what about the news? All right, my first article today. Woman approved for affordable housing 29 years after applying. <laughs> I guess it works. And not a moment too soon. Does she still have young kids which she needs to support? A Chicago alder woman was floored to receive a letter informing her that she rose to the top of a wait list for affordable housing last month, nearly three decades after she applied. <laughs> I first applied for an affordable housing voucher in 1993, said Jeanette Taylor. On Twitter, showing a photo of the letter from the Chicago Housing Authority dated May 20th. I finally got a call back in 2004 to tell me my son, who just graduated high school, couldn't be on my lease. Today, in 2022, I finally got a letter telling me I made it to the top of the waiting list. 
I have no words. Well, you just said a whole bunch of shit. Start at the bottom now, he. I have no words, except for... Uh, I finally got a call back in 2004 to tell me my son, who just graduated high school, couldn't be on the lease. <laughs> Today no in 2022, words. I finally got a letter telling me I made it to the top of the waiting list. But besides all that, yeah, I had no words. I have no words, but I have 150 characters <laughs> to type it on Twitter with. The letter said that Taylor had until June 6th to complete her application for eligibility after being selected from the waitlist. Thanks, but I live under a bridge now. Guarantee that whatever house she has was applying for is torn down by now. Uh, probably. A 2021 report from the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, the CBPP... Priorities is the key word. <laughs> ...found that most families wait years to get off waitlists for affordable housing vouchers. Only two of the 50 largest housing authorities in the United States have average wait times of under a year, while some have average wait times of up to eight years. <laughs> eight what? Years. <laughs> Jesus. Across the country, families who receive vouchers spend an average of nearly two and a half years waiting. Are they trying to justify why it took 30 years? I think so. <laughs> like, no, it takes oh, a long well, time, People you guys. usually have to wait at least <laughs> eight years. Yeah, and even, like, the best of them, they still wait a few years, you guys. The average wait time for housing vouchers in Chicago... Chicago... Chicago. ...was 19 months, the CBPP reported. <laughs> However, since millions of families never get to the top of the waiting list, the average wait time for people who end up receiving vouchers does not reflect the wait for anyone who puts their name on a list. Oh. C-U-P-P. Taylor told WBBM News Radio that the CBPP, <laughs> that when she applied for affordable housing in 1993, she was a 19-year-old mother of three. Whoa. She had two more children while she continued to wait. Well, stop having children. Yeah, what the frick? No wonder you can afford you anything. You already had three kids? You had five goddamn kids. Well, she continued to wait, raising all five in a one-bedroom apartment. Jesus. In the follow-up tweet, Taylor said her 29-year wait was symptomatic of a broken housing system. Oh, thank you so much. I forgot that upstairs. That's incredible. A BF, just for me. Here we go. Don't say I don't do nothing for you. You didn't. Your lady did. What? <laughs> I have no words for how this system continues to fail our communities and those in need of stable, affordable housing, she wrote. In those 29 years, the housing crisis in Chicago has only gotten worse. Why do you keep saying you have no words and then using words? Um, did she eventually find a house, apparently? The, the logical follow-up to I have no words is this. Is to just walk away and say nothing. Uh. There. That's what you should say when you have no words. Uh, 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 a CHA spokesperson told Newsweek in a statement, CHA cannot comment on any applicant status for pri privacy reasons. You're commenting on it right now. But we have, but we fully agree that more resources are needed from the federal government to address the need for affordable housing in Chicago. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! As there has not been a significant increase in the number of vouchers available in years. So, you're, so yeah, don't abort your children. Have them, and then we won't put them in houses for you. Yeah, and we'll give you nothing. Let's say all the people in the States are saying, because they're pretty much not allowed to have abortions anymore. And they're like, yeah, 
force us to have abortions, but then don't raise minimum wage, make housing prices worse. <laughs> like, don't help us out at all, but force us into this situation. Oh my god, it's almost like they don't actually care. Yeah. Oh. <coughs> oh my Jesus. That's what it all comes down to, is Jesus, though. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Jesus doesn't want you. Jesus H. Christ. Jesus never gave me a free peck of suck. Mm, nope, he didn't slap my behoe. All right, my next article. U.S. Marines honor Pride Month with rainbow bullets was met with backlash. What? No way. Rainbow bullets. Rainbow bullets. Well, yeah, I mean, look at this picture. Can people tell the color of the bullets look that are flying Look at this picture. Them? It just looks like... Oh. It just looks like they got their name on it for a gay guy. Like, oh, I'm gonna... That's what it looks like. They're gonna shoot gay people. It just looks like they just photoshopped the front cover of Full Metal Jacket and just made the bullets rainbow. Just put some nail polish on oh, it. Oh, man, the things corporations will do to prove that they care about... Yeah. About pride. Yeah. And then as soon as June's over, it's just, ah, get rid of all the rainbows! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why don't they just keep them up all the time? The U.S. Marine Corps recognized the start of Pride Month by posting a picture of a combat helmet with rainbow-colored bullets on Wednesday. Also, you they're, mean the they're doing this where it's just been, like, the last five years that they've even accepted them. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, pretty sure five years ago, in boot camp, they were saying, come on, you queer, climb the wall! <laughs> yeah. Throughout June, the USMC... Takes hashtag pride and recognizes in recognizing and honoring the contributions of our LGBTQ service members. A tweet read from the Marines' official account: "We remain committed to fostering an environment free from discrimination and defend the values of treating all equally with dignity and respect. Unless you're our enemy, in which case we'll kill you." How dare you! Uh, a black strap holding the bullets also contained the words "proud to serve." <laughs> Serve peckers into your ass. <laughs> oh my god. That's perverse. I think I, I saw this article and one colonel said, Well, I don't give a shit there's queers in there. Just as long as I can keep motorboating ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the tweet was met with some backlash on social media. The Department of State also shared two Celebrity Pride Month related tweets. In one of them, the Progress Flag, which is the Pride Flag. Why didn't you say that then? progress flag they is flying like, high over the agency's oh. Washington, D.C. headquarters. Well, that was it. What was the backlash? I think this article just saying, hey, what that fudge? It says that it's met with backlash that has zero details on the backlash. <laughs> but there was some... Maybe they're doing some it's lashings. Almost, it's almost like it's not real backlash. No, they're lashing on some backs. It was like whipping. Oh, maybe the backlash was from homophobes. <clears throat> oh, really? What? Our military is, doesn't need no gay pride? Yeah. That means you're gay. That's, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it wasn't people going, these bullets look yeah. like they're for gays. It was homo homophobes going, those bullets should be for gays. <laughs> yeah, you like to see homos naked. That's cool, man. Whatever. Yeah, it's weird. And yeah, they didn't specify where the backlash was coming from. So, uh, Interesting. Yeah, why would gay people complain that they're getting uh, support, even if it is super empty and hollow? Yeah. It's, uh, so yeah, it's probably fucking anti-gay people. It's the it's the bunkers, the people that have bunkers in their house, all the preppers, and they're like, "What? There ain't no fucking queers allowed." What? Not my military. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Biden. Yeah. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool. And rub my leg down, 
So it was trained and then watch the hair come back right. up again. I got one more article. You ready for Ooh, it? Ooh, yeah, I'm down for that. We got a lot of serial-related articles in the last few weeks. But this one might be my favorite one yet. Period crunch. Cereal wants to normalize <laughs> menstruation talk at the breakfast table. What the fuck? Why? Ah! It's little, it's little red uh, <laughs> cervixes. Little or red. Well, it's the eggs and the tubes. Oh, it looks like. Looks like fallopian tubes. Yeah, little red flopes. Oh my god! Look at those red flopes. Red cereal, and then it's gonna turn the milk pink. Oh man, that sounds delicious. Oh my god! <laughs> don't forget to drink your milk, Billy. But Dad, it looks like period. Also, I don't think that. What's wrong with periods, Billy? Are you being sexist? <laughs> What? No, I just don't want to drink period. Why not? You should be happy and proud to drink periods. I drink your mother's period all the time. Oh, my God. Why are you telling me this, Dad? Well, it's normal breakfast table talk. We're trying to normalize it. I earned my Red Wings years ago. Oh, my God. Please, Dad, stop. Nah, you're good. You want to hear about this. I don't think that's, like, regular talk. You're five. Just at breakfast. It's not normal talk at any type of eating. Like if I'm at the at the park with a hot dog, I'm not talking about periods. I have a question for you, Josh. What? Can a bowl of raspberry flavored uteruses combat generations of misogynistic shame and stigma? I brings the ruckus to the ladies. I think so. Probably not, but Experts. at least it's something. <laughs> Why is it a stigma? Are you saying that's where the issue is because we're not at breakfast talking about well, periods? Well, it's because men think periods are gross. I know I should do. Ladies think it's gross, too. <laughs> like, you don't see ladies just, like, like flicking tampons at each other, trying to be fucking playfully having a tampon fight or anything. It's no secret that the state of sex ed in this country is pretty abysmal, leaving many people of all ages and genders trapped in shame-fueled sex illiteracy. I'll it's say, sex. I don't know about you guys, but when I went to school, my sex ed class was just a 40-year-old man yeah, showing us how to put a condom on a banana. Yeah. Like, gee, thanks for that information. One of my grade 10 sex ed class had a cock the size of a ripe banana. Yeah. Why a ripe banana? Those ones are just mushier and brown. Ah. No. Those are over... Those are rotten bananas. Well, that's ripe. They go yellow and brown. When they're, when they're green, that one's... Uh, that's when they're... That's when they're stiff and hard? Yeah. And they won't, they won't mash into your butt? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting the condom on, but it's like so ripe, it just squishes it completely. Explodes it. In order to combat the pervasive stigma that surrounds sex, particularly... It's not sex, it's a period. ...as it relates to female-bodied people. How's that sex ed? There's nothing to do with banging? I like how they're like, well, there's... There's nothing to do with condoms they can't or just, fucking... They can't just say male and female anymore. It's female-bodied people. <laughs> One That's an easier way to say it. One sexual wellness company is turning to cereal for sexual enlightenment. I'm a female-bodied person. Where's my period? Yes, cereal, as in breakfast cereal. Not the bowls of cereal you'll have at 10 p.m. because you're too lazy to make dinner. Like, aren't there parents that don't talk to their kids about that they're going to get periods? They just let them free bleed all over the house and then just pretend it's not happening? My mom never told me I'd get a period. Yeah, and that's why yours hasn't happened yet, because mom didn't tell you at the breakfast table. More specifically, uterus-shaped breakfast cereal that turns the milk red like menstrual blood. Good call, Josh. Oh. You called it. <clears throat> that's freaking disgusting. Drink your milk, Billy. This has to be a parody. 
This can't be real. Billy, drink your milk. Like this is, this reminds me of the SNL uh, commercials they have, like the one where they had to make cat poo into. <laughs> you ever seen those? Yeah. <laughs> they're making dinosaurs out of cat poo. They're in the litter box molding like Play-Doh. He's oh. like, look, I made a whistle. <laughs> the kid blows on the cat poo. <laughs> Dubbed period crunch. This rather unorthodox new breakfast option comes to us from Swedish menstrual cup brand Intimina. And while it sounds like the kind of fake kind of fake product a feminine hygiene brand would announce as an April Fool's Day joke, it's almost June. So I guess it must be legit. Is this guy that wrote the article also like <laughs> it was written by a woman, Josh? Could oh, you okay. not just assume it's written by a man, please? All right, but it sounds like uh, she's like figuring it out as she's writing. It. <laughs> like you didn't she's... you didn't realize that it was written by a woman because I wasn't doing it in a Monty Python voice. <laughs> Dubbed period crunch, this rather unorthodox new breakfast option comes to us from Swedish menstrual cup brand Intimina. Here's the tweet that Intimina tweeted. We created hashtag period crunch to encourage families to discuss menstruation more openly, even at the breakfast table. If periods were truly normalized, then they wouldn't be off this table, or off any table for that matter. Well, why do we have to normalize any sex talk at a breakfast table? Yeah. I wouldn't talk about my fucking huge throbbing boner at a breakfast table. I mean, but you do. <laughs> I would. I don't have to. You're right, I would do that. All right, this is fair. This is fair. I don't have this to, is fair. but I do. Yeah, Plus, you have to talk about it because it's, um, it's out in everyone's face. Hey, where's my breakfast cereal? Giant throbbing boner crunch. <laughs> where's my jizz? <laughs> where's my cereal that makes my milk look like jizz? Turns the milk white. <laughs> Makes it look pearly. Makes the a little makes, bit yellow sometimes. Makes the milk a bit thicker. A bit of a thicker milk. And just curdles it all. Unfollow. Yeah, why do they have to? There's tons of fucking TV shows that have that normalize it and shit. Like, where's my breakfast shit. cereal? Honey bunches of Pekka. <laughs> Jizzios. Where's my Jizzios? <laughs> Huh? Where's my Captain Cork? <laughs> they should make fruit poops next to normalize poop. Yeah, what the hell? Everybody poops? Why can't we talk about it at the breakfast table over a bowl of fruit poops? Yeah. Huh? Grandpa's dying cereal. How about cinnamon toast gunt? <laughs> Why don't we normalize gunts while we're at it? Yeah, come on. Let's yeah, let's feed our gunt while we're talking about it in this nasty sugary cereal. Hey, I want a bowl of cornholes. <laughs> How about we normalize that? <coughs> Which is just the breakfast table. We could normalize it all. Yeah, let's normalize dad's cheating on mommy with his secretary O's. <laughs> <laughs> let's normalize. <laughs> let's normalize domestic ab abuse. Yeah. Crisp. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were watching Scooby-Doo. According to Intimina, the point of period crunch is to encourage families to discuss menstruation more openly, even at the breakfast table. Daddy? Daddy? No daughters, just sons. Dad, why is mom such a bitch once a month? Well, well eat your cereal, eat son. Your, eat your period crunch and I'll explain it to you. Why is mommy so grumpy today? Well, let me pour you a bowl of this <laughs> raspberry ovary soup or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> It was, uh, raspberry... No, it'd be a, a cool touch. 
You know Murderesses. The, you know the dino eggs, uh, uh, what's it called? Porridge? Where the starts as an egg and slowly turns into a dinosaur? If you have one of those in the period. What about uh, other things that are stigmatized, like uh, mental illness? You know, yeah. how about we just talk about that over a bowl of "Don't Kill Yourself" crunch? <laughs> Nusos. How about we do- talk about over Nusos? <laughs> That's perfect. That way you don't stigmatize. It's just Cheerios with a little tail. <laughs> Nusos. I think it's a great idea. Uh, Unsurprisingly, it seems the wonders of the female reproductive system are still a topic many feel squeamish about. Um, the female-bodied people reproductive system, dude? I got no problems with periods, unless it's, you know, dripping down my face. (laughs) As long as you don't have to eat it. What kind of a man are you? Wipe your mouth, you got some period blood milk on your lips, (laughs) Billy. Just vile and disgusting. Makes me hate periods more. Ooh, they did a survey and they found that 48% of adults are embarrassed to talk about periods. Uh, meanwhile, 77% said they don't regularly mention periods in their daily life. Well, why was that? Why is it necessary? I don't know. Okay, I got okay. No, no problem with periods, but why is it necessary to walk around being like, "Hey, I'm on my period." Yeah. Especially since like they don't want to use it as an excuse too. Like if you wouldn't walk around saying, "Hey, I just peed my pants." <laughs> Hey everyone! I peed myself. I pissed I mean, my pants and I shit mean, myself. Most times you don't have to tell anyone; <laughs> they just know. Same with periods. <laughs> yeah. Another eighty-eight uh, percent, a rather humiliating eighty-eight percent, failed to correctly locate the Wait, uteruses on the body. Where are these percents coming from? I heard a forty-eight, a seventy-five, and an eighty-eight. So how does this all add up? Well, it's <laughs> it's different. Oh, it's different pie charts. Different pie charts. Seventy-seven oh, okay. percent that said they don't regularly mention periods. Mm-hmm. Uh, 48% are embarrassed to talk about it. And 88% don't even know where the uterus is. Well, it's in my bowl. Yeah, apparently. I'm eating it. (laughs) This is adults taking this quiz? Yes. For those participants, the period crunch includes a diagram of the female reproductive system on the back of the box. Nice, so I can pound off at the breakfast table. Cool. (laughs) Pound off. Pound off. Hey, that's something that stigmatized masturbation. Yeah. Why don't we make cereal for that? Yeah. <laughs> frosted <laughs> frosted flakes. That don't yeah. even have to change that one. Yeah. Know what's stigmatized also is torturing small animals in the woods. Hey, let's make cereal out of dead deers. Yeah. And rabbits. Yeah, the severed heads of, like, family dogs. <laughs> for those little serial killers who are out there. Well, I would obviously like to live in a world where I could say that educational period-themed cereal is unnecessary. This is getting out of hand. I don't. Based on the number of full-grown adults who lost their damn minds over a Disney movie that mentioned periods, it's unfortunately very obvious that our society is still one that actively fears extremely normal biological functions and behaviors. Does it involve my ass? <laughs> yeah, it does, sorta. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take this more seriously when they also released cameos. <laughs> now there's a cereal I'm down to eat. Honey bunches of cum. <laughs> Doesn't even have to have like a nice ring to it. <laughs> Honey bunches of jizz. Rice. Cr- I think they should expand their brand and have rice crispy cunts. <laughs> Don't you know that you're toxic? Because not every vagina is nice and smooth and and squishy and and delicious. Some of them are crispy. 
And that stigmatized. You're toxic. Ugh. I don't know that menstruation-themed breakfast cereal is necessarily the answer to the generation of shame, stigma, and sexism that color societal attitudes towards sex and reproduction, but I don't suppose it can do much harm, except maybe to the many pearl-clutching parents who I'm sure are absolutely oh. losing it over the thought of their precious offspring eating a raspberry-favored uterus. Uh, it's like, why would you... You can still talk about it. <laughs> like, you don't have to... Yeah, but the cereal makes it fun, You Josh. don't have to drink it and then ruin cereal for the kids, too. <laughs> they go to school with red mil yeah. a red wing milk mustache? <laughs> Unfortunately, period-themed cereal that bleeds into your milk is just what has to happen when we, as a society can't overcome our terror of the female body. Does this guy know how to party or what? Huh? huh? Alright, someone's just Somebody's assuming stuff on this one. If you want said period-themed cereal, it's not for sale. But according to the Mail Online, you can get a free box by contacting Intimina. Sounds like a lot of work, instead of just talking about normal things with your children. But, Cereal's but already good. I digress. Why fuck around with cereal and make it fucking political? <laughs> I see a chocolate bunny on it and I eat that shit. Because that's what everyone does these days, Josh. Make things political. That's just what people do. Oh my god. Alright? And you are part of the problem. <laughs> Apparently. I talk about periods all the time, dude. It's my favorite subject. Not only at the table, but just in regular life. I walk around town and especially when I know that my lady's on her period... I just announce it to everyone. We're going through Costco, and they got the samples. And I'm like, hey, can I get two samples of ice cream? Because my lady's on her period right now. I think it's dangerous to make people think that periods taste like raspberry. Yeah. Yeah, it should be just, like, copper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, It's really freaking a weird it's, approach. It's kind of weird. It's a weird hill to die on that this I lady's mean, doing. I've got no problems with periods anymore. <clears throat> the lady that... When I was a teenager, I was a bit weirded out by them, though. Yeah, I, I no remember shit. When I stayed at... I was at, weirded out by my own boner at that point. Yeah, I was weirded out by <laughs> literally everything. <laughs> when I worked at the summer camp, I was staying in, a, in like a, a staff cabin, and one of the ladies' counselors was having a shower in the morning, and then she came out of the bathroom and had to pee so bad I ran into the bathroom, and her period was in the toilet... And yeah. It's terrifying. I'll admit, 17-year-old Andrew was like, oh, gross, your period, gross. And Dude. she was like, what's the big deal? And I was like, well, I fucking licked it. <laughs> you know I drink out of the toilet, you asshole. You ruined drinking out of the toilet. Now I can't drink out of the toilet like a normal person anymore. Also, doesn't taste like raspberries. What the hell? <laughs> well, that's all, yeah, that's super terrifying. Like, I've walked in on a few times where my lady doesn't know that I'm up yet, and she hasn't, uh, and I... It, it's, like, startling when you see it. It fucking ruins the rest of your day. I mean, now I would have no problem. I'd go, oh, yeah, that's menstruation. A yeah. totally normal thing. Yeah. You know what isn't normal? Turning that into cereal. <laughs> Seems a bit extreme. Yeah. How about they do, like, a school shooter cereals or something? Oh, like hey, there you go. Something out abortionos. The, yeah, abortionos. It's stigmatized. Let's yeah. talk about it through over breakfast with cereal. Yeah. Cyberbullios. <laughs> I don't think it's less the fact that people have a problem with it and more the fact that I don't think it's not really breakfast table conversation. No, it's something between the mom and the daughter or whoever's taking care not, of the daughter. I'm not I'm not being sexist either because I don't think that talking about masturbation at the breakfast table with your kids is necessarily appropriate either. Yeah, well, that's not only male or female thing. What's an only male thing? Um, I guess just... I wouldn't talk about kidney stones at the breakfast table. Yeah, or... Uh, 
<laughs> wet dreamy ooze. <laughs> wet, wet dream crunch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, so when you wake up, it's all crusty and stuck to you. <laughs> Unwanted uh, public boner crunch. <laughs> Could we have that, too? Yeah. Yeah, is there any, uh, this bus is extra bumpy today, boner out of nowhere crunch? <laughs> You're like, oh, this is my, I guess I'm just gonna miss my stop as next, but... <laughs> or, we could get even more specific, to my childhood. How, how come there's no, I fucked a stuffed dinosaur because I was horny crunch? How, where's that? Does that exist? Can we have that? I think they do have that already. What? <laughs> It's called cronios. It's it, like you mentioned earlier, the little dinosaur eggs that turn into a dinosaur as you eat the as you eat the yeah. uh, as you eat the cereal, but then afterwards you get to fuck it. <laughs> and then eat it again. Can we have that? How about the Kyle Master P. Ferris masturbates <laughs> to a tiny animated mouse crunch? Can we get that? Can we get that next, please? Oh Jesus. <clears throat> Anyways, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, it's great. It's very inclusive. It makes everyone unsettled. <laughs> it's about goddamn time we thought of a logical solution to getting people to talk about yeah. menstruation well, over the breakfast table. It's so inclusive, everybody is disgusted on both sides. <laughs> Not one person is happy about it, except for this... We gotta find... Is there a picture of this lady that wrote the article? I guarantee she might have a mullet. <laughs> you think so? <clears throat> yeah, she's definitely hefty. Has a it's, heavy flow. Uh... She has a short haircut, almost like a uh, like a Frankenstein Written type of haircut. Kayla Kibby. Okay. At K Kib on Twitter. Oh, there's a picture. She definitely looks oh, like a Rosie O'Donnell type of. Uh, She's actually kind of hot. I'd let her menstruate into my cereal. That's weird. I'd so, be scared of that. That's what, what she her, looks what like. It brings sharks. All right. That's her, oh, she's a vampire. That's her Twitter profile picture. But then, like her banner picture is Santa in a hot tub with a white chick and an, and a brown chick with their tops off. Oh, let's normalize Santa getting laid in the hot tub. Three ways, yeah. Her uh oh, okay. Her uh bio says woman going crazy on Caroline Street. Period. Daddy expert. Period. Oh, she's always talking about periods. Daddy what? Daddy expert. Hmm. You want to hear her pinned tweet? Mm-hmm. From May 21st, 2019? An important milestone in every young woman's life is the day she realizes she's older than Leonardo DiCaprio's current girlfriend. Yeah, and you're ugly. Yeah, this is someone that, uh... <laughs> we need dictating what we talk about around the table, huh? If it's not casual sex with ambiguously romantic undertones, I do not want it. Oh, she is just seething with sarcasm, huh? Anyways. <clears throat> they find a cause that they can, a hill to die on, that's what they go for. It's like that lady that was, com like, arguing, have you ever seen that argument between, uh, uh, <clears throat> what's his name, uh, Jim Norton and, uh, that feminist lady about rape jokes? Yeah. And he's like, no, it's like actors can full on just rape. Do a scene on where they're raping, yeah. Very like, what's more triggering, that or somebody joking about it with no visuals, just talking and making a joke about it. The second one, yeah. And then you're making light of something serious. Yeah, and he just he destroys her for a good fifteen minutes, and at the end he's just like, and also on your Twitter, 
You have a picture of, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, you like, a Rowan Polanski. Dinosaurs? You know the dinosaurs? Jeff Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum was on her profile picture. He's like, who in Death Proof was a horrible rapist? Yeah. Like the most brutal rapist possible. And that's who you have as a picture on your thing? Uh, what was his line in that? Something. <clears throat> He's like, you, uh, I'll rape you rich cunters. And, like, you, that was his line. <laughs> Jeff. Gold. Like, it's, like, one of the most brutal, like, rape scenes ever where it almost got the movie, like, taken, like, like, canceled after the fact. Death wish. Quote. Uh, okay. It was, um, cunts. I kill rich cunts. Goddamn rich cunt. As he's holding her down with a knife to her throat and raping her. So this lady has a picture of him, who he can do that movie, but also do a fun dinosaur movie, and that makes it all better. But Daniel Tosh, who just jokingly makes fun of a person who's heckling and walking out of the room, and yelling at him still, just to keep the crowd going, he's, he's, he's way worse. He's the bad guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy. <laughs> But that was like his closing burn on her and it shut her up immediately. It's one of the most epic takedowns I've ever seen. How dare you! Uh, what do you think? Is that an episode? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Alright, well, sorry to end on such a downer. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna... <coughs> I think I'm gonna eat cereal for, like, years now. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go order a box of... of period crunch. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, uh, come back next week and we'll talk about periods the entire time because Ooh. it's not, it's normalized now. Coming so. on backs, that's stigmatized as a cereal for coming on people's backs. Yeah. Is there a stigma for choking ladies or what? <laughs> there could be. <laughs> Chokios. <laughs> Make sure you chew them all the way before you swallow them. <laughs> Some Chokios. All right, well, hey, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks, guys. Oh, my Jesus. You like that? Yeah, it's right on my pecker. <laughs> I just oh, kissed Jesus. the tip of Josh's pecker. Jesus. I didn't like it. He Frenched the inside of my urethra. Yeah, well, you were asking for it.
And uh, yeah, so that was fun. 